listening to Worst Grace Scenario. I'm your host, Grace, and I'm joined once again today by my good friend, Ashana. Hi. All right, we got to start things off with a question of the week. Of course, this week our question is, what problem or situation did childhood TV or movies make you think would be common, but when you grew up you found out it wasn't? I have so many of these. All right. Um, Number one, like homecomings and like dances and stuff. Yeah. Or like, like... I saw T like media where it's like this kind of stuff was like prolific. You know, it was like every other month. Yeah. Like there was just always one. You know? Yeah. Like every other weekend, you know, somebody was partying at yes. like some school party. And I was like, how is this possible? Yes. Like who who's letting this who's letting this be? You know? I know. And so like when I saw that like that was not at all the case and like uh yeah, it's interesting to think about. Yeah. You know? For me, I had a massive fear of being robbed and or my house catching on fire. I can't remember exactly what sources would have given me these fears, but I do remember. Like in our, like the late 2000s, there was a lot of ads for like anti-theft technology where it's just like, yeah, yeah, install this or someone can break into your house. That is very true. Um, but I do remember reading specifically a Mercy Watson book where there was a robbery mm. in the night. And I think that's where that's where some of it was spawned. But yeah. I guess if you think about it, there are a lot of, especially Disney movies, where terrible things happen. Oh, yeah. And so it's no wonder we are fearful of these things. But also, I was looking for some more responses this week. Mm -hmm. So I went to the Instagram for our podcast. Um, (laughs) Shameless plug. It's at WGS underscore podcast. If you'd like to look at that um, or respond to our question of the week. Yeah. And um, so I got a few responses. One was food fights. I always saw them in movies and oh, thought, yeah. yeah, thought for sure they were bound to happen at any moment in the cafeteria in middle school and quicksand. Like, why did we all grow up afraid of that, thinking it was everywhere? Yeah, those Which, two were like the yeah. Act, yeah. And when I thought about it, I distinctly remember in my brain having a plan for what to do if I ever ended up in quicksand. Oh yeah, it's like you go on your back and then like you slowly move, like because. Oh no, I was really. What was yours? Oh wait, no, no. no. I was getting it mixed up. There's something else where you have to move quickly, but this you have to move slowly, don't you? Yeah, this is you have to move slowly because if yeah. you move fast, you'll create a vacuum which will bring yes. more in. So listen to Ashana. Yes, if any science. of you are listening in your cars or anything like that and you <laughs> happen to fall into some quicksand, move slowly. And then and get on, like, first get on your back and, like, slowly lift everything yeah. up. Yeah. Then we also got that I would be falsely accused of something and would end up in jail. Oh, that one I still think about a lot. Yeah, I think it's a very, it's yeah. a very plausible thing. Oh, yeah. I think, like, it's more just to say about, like, today's, like, justice system, but, like... Yeah. Um, like, as a kid, like, this is when you probably hear it. Yeah. So it's, like, what were we, well, like, what were we as a kid afraid of that we could do and get into jail for? Yeah. Like, do you think, like, we just, like, we as, like, a 10-year-old were just framed for murder and they, like, <laughs> they completely bought it? <laughs> yeah. Finally, we got being in a love triangle. Also, I was led to believe that high school would be fun, which it was not, mm. really. Yeah. I'd say that's fair enough. I mean, I mean, like, I met my friends and they were pretty fun, so. Yeah. Yeah, you're pretty fun. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're going to make me blush. <laughs> You're incredibly fun. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Do you know people who have been in like a love triangle? No. Mm. I don't know that that's a real world problem. I've seen one where it actually happened like well, to my friends and it was the weirdest thing. First of all, can you explain what a love triangle is? Yes. Well, I let me just say, like as a concept, I don't agree with love triangles uh, because like they're always done in like a weird way where it's like 
it's one person who is the like object of two people's affections. But like the problem is that makes it a love angle, not a love triangle. Because like for it to be a love triangle, like at least two parties need to be the object of affection here. That makes it a triangle. If it's not, then it's just an angle. And that makes it incredibly weird because it's just unnecessary competition. But if it's like a proper love triangle where it's like three people and at least two people are like the main objects of people's affections, then that could lead to like, you know, a healthy relationship. But nobody wants that, do they? So, <laughs> so it always divulges into an angle. But anyway... That's that. So the colloquial term for a love triangle <laughs> is when there's one person who's being like chased by like two other people and they're okay. just kind of like competing after them. So that's that. But you know, I've already stated my opinions on that. So I have you said you've never seen or experienced this, right? No, because I don't even think I was thinking that love triangle was like person A is in love with person B, person B is in love with person C, but person C is in love with person A. You see, that's how it could also be. Like, that's the thing. Okay. But, like, most in, like most movies and stuff, it is, like, person A is in love with person B, but person C is also in love with person B. Yeah, I guess I get that. Yeah, and so person A and C are fighting. But that is weird, toxic, and also never really happens. <laughs> uh, like, Chan- like yeah, there's seven billion people. But, like, <laughs> so, I mean, maybe it's happening to somebody, but I've only seen it in, like, TV and, like, maybe some books. Yeah, you do seem very heated on the topic, and I don't want to hurt anyone who is currently <laughs> finding themselves suffering in the middle of a love track. It's kind of odd. Like, I I want to think about, like, wh- what does it feel like to be, like, in the middle of that? Like, that's got to be such a weird experience. I don't know. Like, do they pick it up? Like, two people are at the same time simping after you? And then, like, what do you do with that information? I don't know. Pre- exactly. I think, I think the person who is... Um, receiving the admiration of, mm-hmm. of in a love angle, <laughs> yeah. receiving the admiration of two other people, should destroy the love angle by yes. choosing one person. Yes. Yeah, don't toy with people. <laughs> yeah, don't toy with people. Because that it's is manipulative. a special... Yes, that is a special kind of cruel to just, like, lead someone on when it's like, yes. oh, I don't know, I don't know. Be honest, you like the attention, okay? Yeah! <laughs> And that's why it ends up in Disney movies, because they want the drama. Exactly. Yeah. Because, like, if you're in the middle, you are in a weird position where you're going to inevitably break someone's heart, okay? And you, by not doing that, is just stalling the inevitable, okay? All right. Like, unless you're, like, doing one of those, like, I've seen a plot where it's, like, they tried to break the love angle, but, like, they tried to break it by making them look horrible so that they would lose affection. Yeah. And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen because, like, they just made themselves, like, an idiot, but one person was still going after them, which is, like, which made the first person kind of suspicious. Ah. It was very interesting. Interesting. And then the other responses that we got, we got two more. Uh, Or I got these off of Reddit. Uh, Being offered or pressured into accepting free drugs by some sort of villain. Upon growing up, I've realized just how expensive drugs are. If anyone offers them to you for free, they're a kind soul. Oh, yeah. I've, like, I'm not saying I've experienced this because I really have not. But, like, (laughs) it is weird to think about. Because, like, you know, we had, like, that dare system, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, obviously they had to peddle the idea that, like, yeah, you're going to be offered this stuff. Yeah. But, like, at this point, it's just that, like... People are now just like almost preemptively being like expecting people to offer them free drugs <laughs> at some point. Yeah. So, 
it's like a weird system now <laughs> like if you're going i feel like now there's going to be like a weird expectation where it's like if you go to someone's house and like you know they like do something and like you want to try you're just gonna like stand there awkwardly waiting for them to like operate you <laughs> that's an interesting idea <laughs> all right and then finally we've got getting lost in the woods which i think is fair enough oh yeah lots of people got lost in the woods and it's really not that big a problem yeah i mean some people do but it's very avoidable is it like if you get like really lost then what do you do well, I, but I mean, it's mildly avoidable to be in the woods in the first place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not like a quicksand situation. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. It's Childhood TV set us up for a lot of yeah. fear. To be fair, like, getting lost in the woods could be, like, a ge- like a genuine, viable, like, dangerous situation, you know? Oh, it absolutely could, but I... Th- it's kind of hard to do so, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I'd like place. to think that, like basic common sense would be like yeah let's yeah. not go into the woods at night you know yeah yeah and if you do during the day charge your cell phone yeah bring yeah. a compass yeah a handheld gps if those exist yeah. take all the precautions yeah or maybe some sometimes like just have really heavy footsteps <laughs> you know just like really yeah thump on the ground yeah invent a contraption that literally stomps yeah like crater sized holes into or just the ground like, bring a time. stick and like drag it into the mud yeah you know, Leave you trails have... of, like, goldfish, pretzels. Yeah. All the things. And then follow the squirrels. Yeah. That come to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, if worse comes to worse, you, like, find a large animal and you, like... You fight it? <laughs> well, you could do that. Or you could, like, ride on top of it and it would, like, take you places and know, like, all the good spots for I the food. I feel like at that point, if I had an animal that I could just, like, ride on, I wouldn't even come back to society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some Minecraft stuff right there. Exactly. All right, we're going to do something now that I've never done before, mm. but I feel like it's it. this was entering the, into the realm of the madness that we often discuss. Yeah. And so I, I, I just new need year, to get it off material. my chest, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We got to switch things up a little bit, and I think this is something you will enjoy hearing about. All right. So, basically, I read this book, and it was a real trip. <laughs> <laughs> I love and this And then already. I was not ex- expecting whatsoever, right? So I go into the Barnes & Noble. I'm with my friend. She wanted to get a book, so I was like, all right, I'll get one book, right? Yeah. I can't help myself, but <laughs> I... You have a problem. <laughs> yeah. So I was looking at all the, like, little... They have, like, little tables in our Barnes & Noble where they, like, stack books. And yeah. then you don't have to, like, look at all the spines. You can, you know, judge a book by its cover or whatever. And I found this one that had it had some animals on the cover. It looked pretty good. It's, it's called Shady Hollow by Juno Black, which is the pen name for the combined writing of Jocelyn Cole and Sharon Nagel, is what mm. I learned. And I picked it up and I read this, this, the following synopsis, okay? (laughs) The first book in the Shady Hollow series in which we are introduced to the village of Shady Hollow, a place where woodland creatures live together in harmony until a curmudgeonly toad turns up dead and the local reporter has to solve the case. Reporter Vera Vixen is a relative newcomer to Shady Hollow. The fox has a nose for news, so when she catches wind that the death might be a murder, she resolves to get to the bottom of the case, no matter where it leads. As she stirs up still waters, the fox exposes more than one mystery and discovers that additional lives are in jeopardy. Right? So I read this and I'm like, what a fun yeah. little Zootopia vibe book, right? Yeah. I just thought it was, you know... Hoodwinked vibes. Yeah. And like something new, something different, something yeah. that I wouldn't get bored with. And this was originally... I'd self- read this. Yeah. Based on the synopsis. Based on the synopsis, I think any sensible person who enjoys animals in wilderness... Yeah. And it's, a, it's a mystery. Oh, yeah. And not to mention, I like murder mysteries, but I don't like them too creepy. So I was like, mm-hmm. well, you got the animals involved? It can't be that creepy. It's yeah. a dead toad, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, 
<laughs> you might be thinking, this is a wholesome little book, right? Oh, no. Wrong. Oh, boy. <laughs> this book was clearly written for adults, which I did not expect. I expected, like, some young adult, maybe, like, okay. I don't know, general, like, anyone could really read it. Yeah. Um, Accessible. Except what makes this strange is that they've given these animals adult issues. <laughs> Oh! So, like, we've got a hummingbird that suffers from the sadness of being a literal empty nester. <laughs> That's... We've got... Wow. A sheep of loose virtue, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've also got a panda who's been exiled from his home country. Mm. We've got all the things. We've got the capitalist beaver who <laughs> runs the whole town. Like, we've got a lot of There's things going on. There's a movie that has, like... Kind of the same vibes as, like, just animals with, like, very adult issues. Yeah. But, like, it's a kid's movie. It's Rango. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I I love that. But, like, I'm kind of intrigued to this, too. Because, like, it's always yeah. so funny to be like, oh, yeah, what if a toad had, like, abandonment issues? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, this immediately, it, it was concerning, but also I was hooked by the time I was like, oh, this yeah. is a little strange. Uh, not to mention it's anthropomorphic animals, but, you yeah. know. All living in a society together. It's not like they just had like croak noises. Yeah, for yeah, like no. text. They're fully speaking English. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So now what I figure we could do is we could discuss the characters. I could tell you a little bit about the plot, and you're gonna guess the murderer. And then yes. at the end, spoiler alert for I'll give you a spoiler alert when there are spoilers coming. Okay. Um, I just thought this would be fun because this is so fun. It, it was such a trip. This book. All right. The cast of characters starts with Gladys Honeysuckle, who is the aforementioned um, hummingbird? hummingbird struggling from living in an empty nest. She also works at the journalism mm-hmm. newspaper company. Then we've got Otto Sumpf, who is the toad that was brutally murdered. He is rest a very, in peace. Rest in peace. He's a very curmudgeonly guy, so it's easy to suspect someone yeah. will want to kill him, right? A lot of enemies. Yeah, lots of enemies. Fights with everyone. Wow. Especially the capitalist beaver who lives across the pond. But we'll Mm. get to him later. Then we've got Vera Vixen, who is the reporter, the fox, who works for the newspaper. She's on the case. She's going to write about it. She's the one who's who's found this. Yes. Then we've got B.W. Stone, who owns the newspaper, and he is a skunk. (laughs) Good for him. And B.W. stands for black and white. Oh, that's cool. Because newspapers and skunks are black and white. Yeah, I love that. Like, that was, that's yeah, good. Yeah, that's like good. That. And then we've got Lenore Lee, who is a raven who owns the town's bookstore. And this was another good one. It's called Nevermore Books. Ooh. Like that Edgar Allan Poe poem Ooh. that we read once on this, on this very show, but I don't think it made it to the podcast. Then we've got Joe, who is a moose who runs the local cafe, mm-hmm. which means it's a great gathering spot for all the gossip. Um, then we've got Theodore Mead and Oroville, who are the bears that are the police. Okay, we've got Ruby Ewing, who is the, um, sheep of loose virtue. <laughs> then we've got Reginald von Beaverpelt, who is the capitalist, industrialist, um, man that basically makes Shady Hollow run because he runs the sawmill, where everyone gets their, I don't know, wood. <laughs> I, I think it's like grain, I think. Sawmills? Like, don't they, like, mills, aren't they for, like, gra- like grounding stuff? I don't know, but whatever know he do. does, it's it's lucrative. And then we've got his whole family. And then we've got Soon Lee, who is a panda, which... A panda doesn't really fit with the no. rest of the town's vibe. Like, it, also, it's, like, it is towering over, like, most yeah, of them here. It's woodland creatures and then a panda, which is a bit strange to me. Yeah. But he runs the local vegetarian restaurant Ooh, and... um Nice. His identity is initially a mystery, but we're going to get into some of the plot, mm-hmm. which is where some spoilers will be revealed, but not, you know, anything that would 
tell you the murderer, and then finally we'll reveal the murderer. Yeah. All right. So, basically, <laughs> let's see how quickly I can do this. All right. So, Gladys Honeysuckle, the hummingbird, yes, is flying over the pond. She sees Otto lying there. She gets a bit closer and notices he is dead, right? He's Belly croaked up. his last. <laughs> yeah. Did you say croaked his last? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so... She flies to the newspaper. Everything's going crazy because no one, you know, he's dead. And he's like the big curmudgeon in town. And everyone's like, oh, my God, he's dead. So then we get to Vera, who goes and takes some photos. She brings the bear that is the police. Mm -hmm. He pulls Otto out of the water, discovers there's a knife in his back. Whoa. Eventually, they get an autopsy. They find that not only is there a knife in his back, but that's not why he was killed. It was poison. Oh. Right? So then we start finding plum wine was mm -hmm. at the scene of the the attack. Maybe it was poisoned. I think it's the moose. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's hold your horses here. Let's get all the facts. <laughs> so they eventually discover that this plum wine comes from Soon Lee's little shop, his oh, little restaurant, right? The vegetarian restaurant. And you're like, well, what is Soon Lee's motive what why is he in this new place like where did why did he move stuff like that we eventually find out he was a surgeon mm -hmm. a very of very high prestige mm -hmm. he was working doing a surgery on the um, prime minister's son didn't go well Ooh. he the prime minister's son died and so he was exiled from his country and came to shady hollow right so we've got some suspicious activity there we also discover that he as a doctor brought over some heart still which is a medicine that when taken in very small doses can, can aid you, but when taken in large doses can kill you. Ah, it can steal your heart. Yes, it can steal your heart. And for some reason, which this is very questionable, one bottle of that stuff is enough to kill the entirety of Shady, Shady Hollow, right? So th this is big stuff right here that this one container has gone missing. Oh, wow, yeah. Out of his cabinet, right? So <laughs> we basically, you know, a bunch more stuff happens. The beaver. Is drinking coffee one day. Mm -hmm. It's poisoned. He recovers, though, right? Okay. A bunch more stuff happens. The reporter's still, you know, looking for everything. Almost gets run over by a boulder <laughs> one day. <laughs> <laughs> but she survives. She's all fine and dandy. What do we know? The beaver's found drowning at the bottom of the river. Good lord. <laughs> so he's dead, too. And we're like, what is the motive? Who would do this? Who would kill Otto and now the beaver? We can't figure it out. Eventually, and here's the spoiler, we find out the murderer and their motives. And I want you to... Oh, we also find out one more bit of information. Okay. The sheep is having an affair with the beaver. <gasps> and that's all I'm going to tell you. Okay. Who do you think the murderer is? Um, did the sawmill guy die? Yes, the sawmill okay. beaver was drowned. All right. Who... It, he was the only lucrative one? Yes. Okay. I think it's the moose or the police. Okay. Spoiler alert. It was the sheep of loose virtue. What? <laughs> because she was having an affair with the beaver, right? Yeah. So she wants to kill him because he will not leave his beaver wife for her. So he le she leaves the plum wine okay. at the river thinking, oh, the beaver will walk by here on his way to work. He'll drink it. He'll die. But, it w but so the toad was just... The toad found it and drank it first. And the toad was her friend. But she didn't want anyone to think that the, suspect that the poison was the reason he was killed, so she stabbed him. Mm. Even though that just makes it more suspicious. But whatever. That's what she did. Okay. So, so then, he was just collateral damage. Yes. Oh, my God. So then she was basically 
you know, she had to attempt again. So she did eventually kill him. But along the way was trying to kill the reporter because she was on her on her tail. For <laughs> no pun intended. All that stuff. So it was quite a wild murder. And here's what I have to say. Having come, come out of that experience. Our society has an issue with framing sheep as the bad guys. Really? <laughs> Let's think about Zootopia. Who's the bad guy? The Mayor sheep. Bellwether. Yeah. The sheep. This She has weird sheep. ideas to push, though. Yeah. And I feel like if you look at some more, there's got to be more examples of sheep being the bad guys. I know I had a third one, but I can't remember it right now. And here's the thing. You go for the sheep because it is the least suspected because they're fluffy, they're easygoing, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you overuse that, it's like, well, now we suspect the sheep. Yeah. And with this book, the sheep was the predictable one. It was like, all right, she's having the affair. She's, she, you know, she's got some questionable activity going on. <laughs> questionable morals she's always you know a little bit skittish when anyone tries to talk to her all these things i knew it was her mm. this was just not a satisfying ending so you figured it out really fast i so i or at did least you had your suspicions i had heavy suspicions but then i was like no it would be too easy if they made it the sheep and then i get to the end and it actually was the sheep it was the easy way out so, so were you like a little disappointed i was a little bit disappointed <laughs> And I don't know how successful I was in describing that book. This may never happen again. I'll see. I'll hear it back and see how we did there. <laughs> but I just thought that this was quite a wild ride of a book. And I think it all starts with the fact that it's anthropomorphic. Oh, yeah. Like, that itself is already funny in itself. Yeah. Like, a toad died in a river. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, in a pond. Yes, a pond. But, like, it was poisoned by wine, but then it was actually stabbed. Yeah. Ten times funnier if it was a toad rather than just, like, some guy. Exactly. Like, that's what made... Other than that, it would just be the most mediocre book ever. But Literally. it's animals. Exactly. And we've got the nice puns sprinkled in here and there mm-hmm. with the Nevermore books, with the BW. It's great. Yeah. So... Would I recommend that you read this? If you listened and you heard The Murder Room, maybe not because you're going to be bored. But also, it was fun. So, you know, if you're looking for a fun time and not some great literature, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> it depends what you're looking for in a book, oh, though, yeah. I think. Because, yeah. like, sometimes there's that media where it's, like, it's bad that it's so good. Yeah, you know? which I think is why you're addicted to anime. No! <laughs> I like some of them because they're good. <laughs> All right. Shauna, we finished talking about my, my strange book. But there's something I thought was very seasonally appropriate. Which maybe is? Maybe weekly appropriate. We're going to talk about some Valentine's Day crimes. Ooh. Valentine's Day is on the 14th. Emotions are high. Yeah, we've got like week. a week. Yeah. Emotions are high. Oh, yeah. Not only because it's Valentine's Day, but because we're also crimes in a pandemic. Passion. <laughs> maybe, maybe you have a true love and you can't see them on mm. Valentine's Day. So you're going to go cr- commit some crimes. Yeah. We don't know. People are needy. in need of attention yeah (laughs) everything boils down to people being in need of more attention oh yeah so i got this article from ranker.com but i kind of took the best of what i saw out and we're just gonna chat about some crimes i figured this shouldn't be trivia because we are gonna play a trivia game after Ooh, what's that gonna be themed like uh that's some weird products for you oh classic uh yeah but so we're just gonna chat about these weird crimes i feel like you always have something to say about this (laughs) kind of thing so the first one is called The Great Subway Sandwich Robbery. On Valentine's Day 2015, a couple of robbers held up a subway sandwich shop, shoving an employee into a room at gunpoint before emptying a cash register, rummaging through an employee's pockets and taking off into the night. It's not very Valentine's Day related. <laughs> well, Other than the fact that it was on Valentine's Day. It was Day. on Valentine's yeah. Day and it's a couple I of thought, robbers. Oh, <laughs> this is a Bonnie and Clyde situation. <laughs> 
Which, I don't, well, maybe they're, maybe it's a couple of robbers, yeah. or maybe it's a couple of robbers. We don't know, yeah. but we okay. can, we can suspect. Yeah. That would have been funny if there were, if it was like a bunny, Bonnie and Clyde situation, you know? They yeah. just like. One day, you come home, and your partner's like, you know what? We're strapped for cash. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're strapped for cash, why go to a subway of all places? I guess it's pretty low stakes. Maybe yeah. they thought they'd spend less time in jail if they went there. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's just not like, oh, it's a subway. Nobody goes there. <laughs> yeah. Fine. All right. Next one is thieves try to rob a florist. In Huntsville, Alabama, a pair of robbing Romeos oh, <laughs> held my God. up Hartfield florist. They tied up two employees in a back room and were heartbroken when they discovered that the florist had no money in the safe. Aw, oh, man. That, I thought they were going to steal the flowers and that would have been even funnier. Yeah. I mean... Can you imagine? They could have... Like, like, the safe might have been empty, but you could have yeah. gotten... Like, some flowers are pricey. Yeah! <laughs> you could have gotten a really good deal. Can you imagine, like, you're in town and like you see two people just carrying, like, a very large bucket of flowers and they just, like, start <laughs> booking it? Like, that... Would be the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But I would also immediately think if I was now an accomplice to a mur- like a like a crime. Yeah. Next, inmate attempts Valentine's escape. A Phoenix inmate escaped from prison by climbing two walls and crawling through razor wire in order to meet his sweetheart for a romantic Valentine's Day. Oh, that's she- cute. <laughs> she- I don't condone it, but <laughs> good motive. She was waiting about... At a Coolidge saloon and grill about 35 miles away, he was arrested without incident when he arrived. You know what? Without incident. That's okay. He got all the way there, though, just to be taken back to jail. I think at that point, I just started crying. (laughs) Like, it's like they said without incident. You're going to have to, like, if I was that person, you're going to have to make note of the fact that I was just bawling my eyes out. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, if it was, like, Cheesecake Factory or something, I feel like you'd be like, please, can I just have one of their, like, pieces of bread and some butter? Yeah. Can I take it back to jail with me? Like, I'd lose all my dignity just begging for, like, yeah. something. Just be like, please, give yeah. me a minute. Yeah. Just a piece <laughs> of cheesecake. I'm, I'm sick of this, man. I'll go back. No question. <laughs> yeah. Or actually, you'd, you'd cut your losses or whatever it's called. Yeah. And you'd just, you'd go bounding at the cheesecake, get as as much as you could into your mouth before yeah. going back to jail. <laughs> Maybe just, like, add a couple months on your... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, next up, we have man buys every other seat in a movie theater. This isn't so much illegal as it is completely jerky, but a Shanghai man, only known as UP, brought out, bought out every other seat in a local theater for a Valentine's Day showing of Beijing Love Story. Allegedly... UP's girlfriend broke up with him a year before the event, and in an online forum he wrote, want to see a movie on Valentine's Day? Sorry, you'll have to sit separately. I would do this. I like this. <laughs> yeah. You're helping out the movie theater. Yeah. You're ruining some days. Yeah. <laughs> this, if this was an unethical life hack, I'd You're making the janitor's say, life easier. Yeah. You know? If this was an unethical life hack, I'd have to say, I don't think it's unethical. Not at all. Like, I, you're still paying for the seats. Yeah. The, everybody's still getting their money. Yeah. But you get to piss someone off, and that's great. <laughs> yeah, and when they realize there's no one in the seat next to them, they could move over. Like, it's not, you know... Yeah. It's not the end of the world. After that, we have woman smashes ex's new squeezes card to celebrate Valentine's Day. Gianna Frangillo had one heck of a Valentine's evening in 2015 when she paid a visit to her ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend's car. The police reported that Frangillo started out by slashing the car's tires and keying the car, but the cherry on top was when she threw a rock through the back window. <laughs> I put this on here because I think this is very you-ish behavior. <laughs> <laughs> you would absolutely do this. That I would just, like, find someone and just, like, chuck their car. <laughs> yeah. 
But for some reason, when I imagine this, I imagine it being like a very small rock. <laughs> <laughs> like, not that much damage. Yeah. Just like a very petty, like, she just tossed yeah. the rock at the car. Yeah. And it happened to crack. <laughs> Finally, we have Lonely Canadian Man Goes on Valentine's Crime Spree in 2015. A lot of these are in 2015. 2015 and- is a wild time. Yeah. Anthony W. Pitts, which might I suggest he's salty about his last name being Pitts in the first place, but he ventured across Sarnia, Ontario, stealing backpacks full of goods, including a giant bottle of rum. He received a 60-day jail sentence and two years of probation. If only he's ha- he'd had a date that night, he probably would have been stealing hearts instead of cheap goods. Oh my god. Who wrote that article? I, I don't know. They started flirting with that man. Someone at Ranker.com. Yeah, someone was in love that day. Well, here's the thing. I think this requires a lot of courage because this man went blindly grabbing backpacks, not knowing what was in it. <laughs> yeah. Like he could have hit a jackpot or he could have gotten like, what if he ended up with like a dog or something in one of those backpacks? <laughs> it just added responsibility. Like that's brave. Yeah. <laughs> so props to you, but not not a nice, not a kind move, what especially would, like, on Valentine's Day. If you Day. were to like steal a backpack and like you found it just had something that like you didn't want. Or it was just, like, something, you know, not desirable. Yeah. Like, what would you do then? Because, like, if you throw it out, that's one thing that you could do. But, like, me personally, if I just had, like, a new backpack full of stuff that I don't even need, I don't even know if I'd throw the backpack away. Yeah. Like, backpacks are... Some backpacks are expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mine is currently ripped, so, like, I... Like, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, okay. We can do, like, an updated version, like, this year being, like, just scouring the news, like, that day. Yeah. Yeah, after this year's Valentine's Day, maybe we can update you. We can rank the crimes. Maybe this year the crimes will be so unwieldy. Unwieldy? (laughs) (laughs) That they they chop everything on that last list. Someone screenshotted someone's NFT and they're mad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now we got to do some weird products trivia. I'm going to switch this up from what we usually do, though, because usually we read the review and then, you know, we talk about it. Yeah. But I figured we could turn this into some trivia by me omitting whatever the product is. <gasps> and based on the review, you have to guess what it is. Oh, this is very difficult. Okay. Yeah, but you know what? You're doing so well with the normal trivia. I think you're up to the challenge. Yeah, challenging. Yes. This is like the, the honors level. <laughs> yes. <laughs> AP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. The first one is a review from Josh who gave this unidentified product five stars. The title is like adding cream to a soup. Life was not always this way. Sure, you wake up every day wishing for a bit more sleep. You wonder if the day will be much different than the day before. Usually it all just blends together like adding cream to a soup. <laughs> my mind wanders. It was a Tuesday like any other. I was nursing a hangover and working on my prep list before an inevitable hellhole of a lunch rush. If there are two things most people know about me, it's this. My fear of commitment and my distaste for candy. That was until I saw the brown package. We get packages all the time. This one felt special. James, my coworker, ripped the box open, exclaiming he was trying a new brand of blank, and I immediately lost interest. Candy? Jesus. I moved back into my ebb and flow, meanwhile looking over my coworkers reaching their hands deep into this five-pound bag of blank, like it was kettle corn at a state fair. I resisted. I'll admit it. I was proud. Too proud. I waited so no one would see me, slipped my hand into the bag, and pulled out four blanks. With one motion, I popped them all in my mouth and began to chew with the expectation of mediocrity. Only this, this was something different. Everything was changing, my world turning on its head. At first, I was angry. 
it can't be. It's candy. You don't <laughs> like candy. But alas, my heart grew softer. Something inside me began to change. Bursts of real, blank, incredible mouthfeel, pleasant aftertaste. It was this day that everything changed, and I'm a better man for it. Oh, wow. This is this <laughs> so, is an enlightening experience. You know what? You gotta, you gotta start with the clues you were given. Yeah, brown bag. Yeah. Ra- like, brown candy. Yes. I'm assuming he has no wrappers, because he was able to pop it very yes. carefully. Uh, easily. Um... It's not known to be incredibly sweet, or maybe if it is, then it has to be like a one-off experience. It has to be filled with something. Filled with something? Yeah. Bursts of something. All right. Yeah, I'm not I'm not giving you any hints, actually. Okay. Um, I, but I'm thinking that, like, something is, is contradicting something. So, either I'm going to go with those Haribo, like, cola gummies. Okay. Or, like, a Whopper. What's your final answer? I take it back. Junior Mints. That's my favorite. <laughs> it's Shauna. What? It was Albanese gummy bears. You were so close. Oh. <laughs> you were so close and yet so far. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Let's see if you can get some. This one's shorter. I think okay. that will be easier for you. All right. So this is a Q&A on Amazon. This is like someone's IQ test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the local detective is doing this right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. The Q is, how do I know this is real blank? The answer is... From an Amazon customer, because it burned my ex's skin when it spilled on her. Oh wow! Maybe this is harder, actually. Less details. Yeah. Supporting um, details. Okay. I kind of want to go with either, like stri- just like bleach. <laughs> <laughs> it, okay, so it's a liquid, corrosive. <laughs> um, is it a me- like a liquid metal of some cor- some sort, or like? burns people uh i have no idea right now <laughs> all right i'm gonna go with bleach um it's holy water what? Mm. <laughs> this was such a productive answer yeah <laughs> next up we have a review from email man who gave <laughs> this product five stars the title is it works it's a blank it works it didn't cost much it fit well Dear God, what has my life come to? I'm now leaving reviews on Amazon for blanks. I remember being young, having dreams, having hopes, having desires for something better. Now this is what I'm doing on Saturday morning. Crayons. <laughs> no, you can't wear crayons. What am I talking about? Um, headbands. That's your final answer? Yes, headbands. Vacuum cleaner filters. <laughs> That's a standard thing to buy. You know what? I should have given you options. Next time we play this, I will give you options. Okay. Because I think this is like, there's too many possibilities. Because yeah, like, also these. these people are so dramatic. Like this man is like crying about how he has to buy a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. That is the most adult thing that you can do. Like calm <laughs> down. Yeah. <laughs> You're That's... not wasting your life away. You're just a functioning adult who cleans their room. Good yeah, job. Yeah, but maybe, maybe he doesn't want to be an adult. <laughs> All right. Next up. This one got four stars only, so, mm, you know. Subpar. This one um, is titled, Grew to Massive Proportions. <laughs> what the heck is this already? Um, let's see. Should I blank? Yeah, I'm going to blank out another word that I think would give it away too easily. Okay. I cleaned my blank, leaving it overnight. When I returned, the blank was clean, but the glob was much larger. Also, people turned up missing in the neighborhood. A week later, the glob was the size of a house, and more people in my town were missing. I think it was just a coincidence, but because this thing grows and grows, the value can't be beat. Oh my god. Um, termites. Uh. 
<laughs> termite. I don't know. Like termite repellent? Yeah. It's gel cleaner for a keyboard. Gel cleaner for a keyboard? Yeah. How, how does it grow? Um, What's it growing? Well, I mean, it's it's a joke. Oh. Uh, I feel very you, slighted. You really could have used some options here. I mean, we're just going to keep plowing punked. through. I enjoy, I enjoy you know, <laughs> learning what you think it is. In reality, you're way out in left fields. Next up. This one might be a little bit easier. It got five stars, and it's um, titled I Made an A twice. Let me actually give you some extra hints. The color variety that okay. they got was mint, okay. and the style was single pack. Single pack. Okay. All right. They said, I love this product so much that I named her Tiffany. Trust me when I tell you that I didn't name any of the blanks I bought before Tiffany, and that's just about every cheaper blank you can imagine. If it were not for Tiffany, I would have made I would not have made an A in my pre-stats and stats classes. Obviously, I'd put the work in and do my homework, but with the color screen and her pretty sleek design, I suspect I enjoyed doing my homework oh, more than my calculator? classes. It's a calculator. That I'm, one was too easy. I think that's the only one I could have figured out, even if you didn't give me the the hints. Yeah. Only because of just the the very strong emphasis on homework and, cal- and like yeah. stuff. Before it started talking about like pre-calc i thought it was like one of those like listerine like paper oh, strips yeah. that like you put in for like a mouth freshener yeah mint and single pack yeah, yeah. that would make sense all right everyone that's all the time we have for today but thank you for tuning in to worst grace scenario we'll see you the same time next week we hope you have a wonderful few days until we get to see you again <laughs> shauna you got anything to say Bye bye